of them are more than pals Our show can be a little gay But if you're not, that's okay You can listen and have fun either way Xena, Star Wars, Doctor Who Guests and music and reviews Game of Thrones, why Nona too? She promised there's something for you She nerds out We're girls that like girls That like dirty things Hello and welcome to the She Nerds Out podcast. I'm Kat. I'm Wendy. And I'm Tara. On today, we've got some nerd news. We're going to talk a little bit about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And apparently, we're going to talk about some All Rise, a CBS yeah. hit <laughs> show. <laughs> and, uh, well, let's get started, guys. Let's m- jump into the old mail sack. The old mail sack. Oh. That's even more fun than usual. All right. <laughs> Splash. And we're in. <laughs> we have a few this week. Uh, I'll go first. Great. I have one from our dear friend, AK, hmm. who Kat called an imposter last week. <laughs> I <laughs> mean. Said that the lambing fair. season didn't seem real. And, you, you know, but. <laughs> so AK writes, okay, okay, fine. Genuine British outdoorsman over here. I did vaguely consider doubling down and claiming that the person you spoke to was an actor hired to play me or some other obvious tripe. But to be frank, I'm just not Trump enough. It never never even occurred to me that you might find the notion of lambing season less convincing than my identity. (laughs) Lambing's been around an awful lot longer than I have. I tried repeatedly to leave you a voicemail after cats pleading and cajoling. Wow. I don't think it worked as it crashed out every time I tried. So I decided I would send you a wee video of the same thing. Hopefully it's attached I'll try again with the voicemail, see if I can persuade it to work. I guess the sound will be familiar. I suppose my action figure would be wearing steelies, a flat cap, and waterproofs over cargoes, and enough <laughs> different layers to cope with all four seasons in one day. Accessorized with secateurs and headphones, naturally, how else would I get through my days, pruning and training and chuckling at the snop? All the action takes place in the garden, after all. I spend my days during doing dirty things. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> about I, I got caught about maybe 70, no, maybe like 30% of what she just said. <laughs> what are steelies? Uh, what are secator? Like, I don't, I don't know what any uh, of that is. I don't know. A flat cap, waterproofs over cargoes. <laughs> the cargoes so she would have a, a lot of layers and costume <laughs> changes as well. I'd like to see that. Oh, yeah. Whatever it looks right. like. I can't picture it. Yeah, can you take just take a picture of that? Yeah. We'll turn it into <laughs> an action figure. Uh, it says, I tried, I promise you faithfully, I really did try to keep up with Tara's rant, trademark. But having only watched one episode of Grey's, which I'm not sure even features a titular character, or maybe it did, but I only had eyes for the acker. Hey! <laughs> I found myself at something of a bemused loss, trying to keep up. With what the bloody hell Tara was explaining. <laughs> I was like, wait, sorry, go back. He was what? To whom? That was his sister? Oh, never mind. Everyone's died. <laughs> Is that the tagline for the show? Grace Anatomy. Everyone dies. Uplifting stories <laughs> for our lockdown misery. It was a magnificent magnificent rant, trademark. Though I and I enjoyed it enormously, Tara. I'm so sorry for your evident suffering. Mm. Thank you. I appreciate that. And you're right, just everyone everyone dies. It's fine. You can <laughs> That's all you really know, need to know in the end. I mm. hesitate to mention this 
for fear of your skepticism, but I am beginning to wonder if I am <laughs> becoming a bit psychic. I don't know. It's just that I got this weird feeling like this faint impression is forming in my mind. I suppose Tara doesn't work in, say, a healthcare setting, <laughs> maybe maybe a hospital or something. You're right. You what? So- what? I don't know. Oh, I don't think God. I've ever Whoa. mentioned that on here before. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> Amy Acker, back in that. leather, playing a queer lady. All rise, giving the people what they want. Very <laughs> exciting that you're coming up to your 100th snop. What you going to do? AK. Mm. Good, good question. Good question. Yeah. <laughs> good question. Any ideas, AK? Uh, yeah. Well, uh. we'll have to check in with our game makers, maybe see how that oh. game's coming along. Maybe yeah. we could make that a goal. Because what are we on? Nine, uh, 92. 92. Okay. So we yeah. That's a, yeah. We do. Yeah. A couple months. Okay. Which, okay. No one, I know for myself and Tara, we would figure it out at 99 and a half. <laughs> right. That's how we roll. <laughs> Wait, we're, yeah. our hundreds is next week. What are we going to do? I don't know. Be It'll be great. Week. Whatever it is, it's going to be great. Yes. And then AK attached a video to prove that the lambing season is a real thing. Oh, and it's the goodness. cutest yeah. thing. It's so ridiculous. She's out in a field amongst an endless sea of lambs. They're just in a huge, a big, huge field, and just they're just out there grazing and laying around. And they come even come up to her, and she puts her finger out, and they're like, meh, meh. and so they're so cute. cute. And they're with their moms or dads, and uh, <laughs> just just grazing, have a good old time out in the field in the sure. beautiful English countryside, as you do. Yeah. So it's real, and it was adorable. <laughs> I was like, "There's a lamb! There's a lamb over there! <laughs> Lambs everywhere!" <laughs> dream come true. So thanks, dream. AK. That was uplifting to see. I needed that after watching Gray's. Yeah, apparently. Tara. I'm looking at our. our we're, we're talking to each other on um, Messenger <laughs> while we record, and Tara, I like think you're about to be eaten by the sun. <laughs> the sun looks like it's about to. <laughs> take you and we're recording earlier in the it's, morning uh, than usual so this <laughs> it's inching the closer picture. it is it's like there's an eclipse happening <laughs> it's being swallowed by the sun yes <laughs> it's it's a sight to behold for sure <laughs> it is moving in on me all right when do right. you want me to go first or do you want to go next i'll, I'll go we, we can save yours up rest your voice cat rest your voice okay thank you i like thank your you. leia shirt by the way Thank you very Looks much. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have an a, a email here from the mail sack from Rebecca, a.k.a. Beck X. Uh, Hi, friends. You are all more than welcome to come for a visit when you go on your world tour. We live in Tasmania, mm, the tiny forgotten cool. about triangle at the bottom of Australia. It's absolutely beautiful here. We own a small hobby farm full of animals, which <gasps> oh means my God. real life lambing season. What? Come on. So we could see lambing season on multiple continents. Yes. yes. I, that's... I feel like Tasmania is one of those places that I thought, oh, yeah, that's a real place. It's not just the swirly Tasmanian devil. It's a no. Tasmania. It's a real thing. And I, I'm going to Google pictures of this later. Anyway, on to more serious business, the action figure. I put mm. more time and mental energy into this than anything else this week. <laughs> I know the feeling. And I was at work all week. My action figure would be dressed in track pants, a green and black checked flannel shirt, definitely that color, because for some reason I have four in my wardrobe, and most likely my old man slippers that I live in. My two accessories would have to be a cup of coffee and a beer. 
nice. balance, of course. The two things that keep me alive. My clothes third accessory was bags to go under my eyes. I gave a lot of, <laughs> gave a lot of thought to my expansion pack, and I would absolutely have to come uh, come with a spare outfit that is PJs. Also, it would be cool to have interchangeable hair. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. smart. One minute, it's a mohawk, then just oh. a weird tuft on top. Next, it's just a mop of hair because I'm lazy and I don't like to leave the house. The more I imagine it, though, the more I'm just seeing it looking like Cynthia from the Rugrats. Mm-hmm. I think I kind of know that. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to have to get a 3D printer and make this. I figure I make two. The kids each get one and they play with them instead of me. I'd have so much free time and peace and quiet. It'd be great. Maybe I could even send one into work to cover for me. Anyway, I rambled on uh, long enough. That's a good idea. You know, smart. I will say on Beck. that. The note of, yes, thank you, Beck. I like the accessories um, and interchangeable hair, although mine always looks the same pretty much. It's okay or weird. Um, but <laughs> okay, so Kat, we posted pictures of Cat and I had action figure or like statues made of ourselves. And if yeah. you, the company that we did, it's called Doob, D-O-O-B, 3D. And uh, I don't know where, I know they're in the States. I don't know if they're elsewhere, but I think they're closed now because of the COVID thing. They're but temporarily closed, but they hopefully coming back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just temporarily. But they're not cheap either. I'll, I'll no. tell you that. They're not oh, no. cheap, but they are so cool. And since I live in LA and I moved from, from Texas, I gave one to my parents last year for Christmas and they thought it was the funnest thing and they would put it next to like other little action figure things or <laughs> things around the house and take pictures and send it to me. So very sweet. They're very really sweet. fun. They're really fun. If, uh, no, I think if your kids would, would probably fall for it. Before. Yeah. yeah. And I, it's so yeah. realistic too. It's mm-hmm. crazy. They get every detail. So when you go look how you want to look, suck it in Yeah, and make you sure bring... you look your best because it will capture every flaw. Yeah. On your you might want to do a couple different like poses too. Like, right. no, like stop it <laughs> yes. for your yeah. kids. Or I like, said no. I love you, you know, positive, smart. but also some discipline. That's smart. Yeah. That's a good idea. Okay. Here, I'm going to, I got some mail. <laughs> Whoa. All right. <laughs> sounds huge. So this is from our friend Gab. Uh, and this is a great email. She mentions, um, she goes into a whole thing about, uh, Zack Snyder's justice league. So we're going to talk about it next week. We didn't have oh, time. We didn't have enough will we. time to talk about it. So we're going <laughs> to watched it and it is amazing. Well, there you go. There's a little a sneak peek. So we're going to, yeah. I'm going to, uh, we'll read part of her email next week. So don't worry, Gab. I, I see you. I hear you. This is, these are some great <laughs> points. We will talk about it next week. She says, dear snop murder boards. How about that? I absolutely loved calamity. Jane's not murdered board. <laughs> that was a real treat. It's funny now that murder boards are having their moment in the sun mm-hmm. in the fangirl pa- pantheon of strange things to fixate on in a movie or TV series. <laughs> now for Grey's anatomy. Oh boy. Can I say okay? You're gonna have to explain all this to me, Tara. Uh, okay. Can I can I say I saw Deluca's end coming? No. Can I say I was surprised? Not at all. After 17 seasons of this insane show, nothing surprises me anymore. I think the deaths that just ruined me were Lexi uh, and Mark. Same. I guess th- there's some spoilers in here if you've never watched the show. <laughs> yeah. Yes. They wrecked. <laughs> they wrecked my cold, cold heart. As for shock value in plot points, the hospital shooting oh. will always be for me at least the best that this show has mm-hmm. put out. Yeah, it, that, was, that was like a shocking kind of thing. Oh, yeah. No, we, I mean, it sounds like she's going through some of the, the list of the <laughs> ridiculous things that are so good. But when you read it like this and it's one after the other, you're like, oh, damn. That's why I'm not, I can't go to Seattle. Cause right. Is, it sounds yeah. horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will be hard to top any of those storylines, but I'll keep watching because I clearly don't know how to stop. <laughs> As for the show ending, once upon a time, there was a theory that made the, 
made its way around the internet that the show was going to end with Zola, now a doctor at the hospital of death, <laughs> the hospital of death, reading Meredith's journals, oh. a la how Meredith read Ellis's journals, since Meredith would be Ellis's Meredith is Meredith's mom. Oh, okay. Since Meredith would be succumbed by uh, to al- Alzheimer's. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Meredith's mom died of Alzheimer's, <laughs> oh, and no. Meredith's terrified that she will also get Alzheimer's. So oh. that would be uh, that would be a true Gray's uh, full circle moment. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. So there's some vil- validity to this theory you're saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the these journals were all over Meredith's voiceovers that we hear at the beginning of each oh. end of each episode. Oh. <laughs> While not entirely debunked, as the show is still going, we have had voiceovers by characters other than Meredith. Mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. to mention, I don't recall her ever keeping a mm-hmm. journal. It's more Dang. than likely that this will not come to pass, but I think it would be a fitting yet horribly sad way for the show to end. Yeah. No, I, I would I would like that. Even if they kind of – even if they just – kind of made up a thing where, yeah, Zola finds a journal in Star Treaty. Like, that would be cool. It doesn't have to fit right along with her, with the voiceover feel. But I yeah. I like that. And I like that happening in, you know, a, a few years uh, after <laughs> season now. 20. Not now. <laughs> uh, because wow. okay. uh, Meredith can't get Alzheimer's before she dies of COVID. Well, but so it could be she future. Can't... Like, was that, right. Like, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. well... But right now she's on a vent with COVID, so Ugh. it would take more than a season. They would have right. to be extending this out of a few seasons. Sure. But, man, if Meredith gets Alzheimer's, that has been an ongoing thing. There's so many layers to this show, man, guys. It's uh, like – Apparently. Yeah. And Derek mm. – oh, there was a trial where Derek was trying to find the cure for Alzheimer's. And then – but then Richard, uh, chief, the chief, his wife, <laughs> she got Alzheimer's. So Meredith – Switch the trial so that they could give the drug to his wife to help cure her. Oh, but boy. then they got she got caught. <gasps> Derrida was pissed. They had to cancel the trial, but a, but Adele still got the medicine. Okay, um, to see if it would help her with her Alzheimer's because Did it, it help was her? proving effective. <sighs> well, um, <laughs> she she still eventually died. Okay, uh, well of course. Well, uh, it is it is the hospital of death. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, wow. But okay. she got because she was going to get the placebo. And then Meredith was like, oh no, I know how to get the one that's not the placebo. So if it does work, she can get it. So yeah. she switched them. Oh boy. Mm. It was I mean, a big rift between is, her and Derek. And is you know, that Derek's ethical? kind of a dick about it. Is that, no, I don't know if that's ethical. But she thought, but you know what? The chief covered for her because she was like, he said, I know you did it for, for my wife and I have to take the fall for you. Wow. Okay. A lot of things going on there. A lot of <laughs> so things. So many layers. Yeah. So. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you should. I'm thinking maybe you need to rethink this podcast idea. Yeah. I think there's. You could have this I mean, whole. I mean, you know. Yeah. If you just made a list, and I'm sure it's out there of just the things, the the plot points on each. I mean, when you read the the synopsis on uh, IMDb for each episode, it's like right. what kind of crazy stuff. It's, but it's great. It's awesome. I love it. Well, listen, speaking of what we just witnessed or listened to, uh, somebody on Twitter, uh, uh, Sandy on Twitter says, petition for a new section on the podcast where Tara tells us a story. She made me feel so emotional about how two characters from Grey's Anatomy were killed off. And I don't even watch the show. Mm. Uh, And Apollonia, who 
is a friend of the snob as well. Says Tara talks, Tara time, everything else with Tara. <laughs> Either way, I agree. She needs uh, her own interlude and jingle. And then Kelly, Kelly says, which is actually her <laughs> at at Kelly says, right? I watched Grey's and thought wellness check on Tara only because <laughs> I needed one. So this Tara, the people have spoken. Um, Unfortunately, you're going to have to write your own jingle because that's your department. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, that means I'm. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. I think I think we're going to have to. This is going to have to be recurring. I like uh, Apollonia's ideas are great. I like Tara talks. I like everything else with Tara. That's adorable. I could just tell a short synopsis of every Grey's episode. <laughs> uh, it would be I mean, tales of woe. Yeah, <laughs> my man, because it's always like a sad Grey's story. But maybe there's some bright. Ones. Well, there's I feel some like, happy ones. No, there's there's those happy nuggets put in there. That that's what keeps you going. The hope it keeps your hope alive. It would have I feel to like be. if Grey's does in this year, we're gonna have to have a whole oh no not even episode dedicated that. to your like we're not working through it. No, okay. okay. I refuse. Okay. okay. I refuse to acknowledge it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. Let, let's <laughs> jump in to some uh, nerd news. We have breaking nerd news. There is rumor around, uh, and this is from We Got This Covered. dot com. <laughs> so reassuring. Oh, such a very right. I feel like, safe oh. with them. Yeah. <laughs> So there is, you know, rumor nothing's been confirmed, but Batwoman did get renewed for season three already, even though they're right after they started season two. That's great. Um, and, you know, the the ratings haven't been great, as they weren't really for the first season of Batwoman either, but mm. they went ahead and greenlit season three. However, now there is rumor floating around here that after season three, the show will be canceled. Mm. However... Ryan Wilder, who uh, is played by Javicia Leslie, who took over for Ruby Rose as Kate Kane as Batwoman. Now Ryan is Batwoman. She will appear elsewhere in the Arrowverse. So it could be something like she hops on to Legends of Tomorrow and she's on with that group, which I would love. I think that would be really cool if they kind of put her in a, a, you know, they're saying would appear in a guest capacity and crossover events. And I think that would be if they're going to cancel it, uh, which I mean, I was actually surprised they got the second seat or the third season so quickly, but right. I'm glad. I mean, good for them. They're just like going all in and they're like, look, we're going to, we want to give this thing a chance, which is refreshing mm-hmm. um, sci fi. <laughs> eating yes. his food over there. Uh, so, yeah. So, the, I mean, it would be something they said compared it to the Diggle, who's from Arrow. Uh, mm. He is apparently coming back uh, for a multi-episode arc, and uh, so they're kind of saying that she could be back in the Arrowverse. It won't be the last that we see of of Ryan Wilder. And I guess the it's the ratings, right? The ratings have not been great, right? Is the it's, reason it's the ratings. They never really were. They never were. People, hmm. some people, many of a certain gender, mm-hmm. <laughs> and. Sexual identity okay. that they <laughs> that they ha- identify with. Uh, uh, it's called it's called they're called fanboys. Oh yes, yes, I've heard uh, of them. They um they hated the show. They ripped it. They'd go on and just mm-hmm. you know, is it the greatest Arrowverse show? No. Was Ruby Rose the, first, the best choice <laughs> to begin with? Not in my opinion. Her- <laughs> 
Her acting was only hurt also by her accent that she had to cover up. And it was just, it just the chemistry wasn't there with, right. you know. And so from the first episode, it just got ripped. This is the yeah. hardest thing to watch. This is terrible. So, and of course, she's the first openly lesbian character. So there's a lot of things mm-hmm. that so, some people didn't like. Um, so, you know, they... They didn't give it as much of a chance as you would, uh, even from the pilot moving forward, mm. um, as they would other, the you know, male-led shows. And Supergirl gets some of the same flack, you know, at some points as, as well, or it did in the beginning. Um, but it's but a it's, huge, isn't Supergirl, Sam? I'm, I'm not sure. It's about, in like- its sixth season. It's ending this season. Uh, I love Supergirl. I, I, I mean, for me, Supergirl, especially if you're starting from that first season is a better show i mean it's the same creator it's the same you know all, right. a lot of same the same brand. crossover, but yeah. it also has a different vibe to it it's like she's kind of this squeaky clean um you know the even the color palette they use is all bright, bright. and sunny yeah versus where you get the batwoman it's all dark and brooding right. just like batman you know exactly they're very so, similar to that's, their that's fine and ruby rose did not have the charm that Supergirl that uh, Melissa Benoist has. Sure. And then there's then you got Kyler Lee. I mean, come on, Lexi Gray from from Grey's Anatomy. Uh, <laughs> so, and I did not understand the love for her because I saw her on Supergirl first, and then I was like, oh my god, when I saw. Okay, moving on. We don't know how much I love Lexi Gray. Um. So, I mean, I felt a lot more engaged with that show, um, because. Because of the casting, and I mm. you know, really like the characters, and of course, Supergirl ha- has the development of Kyler Lee's character, where she becomes comes out as uh, queer as well. So, mm. it, it it's a, to me a better show, but it's just different. Also, mm-hmm. sure. can't really compare side by side. So, but you know, we'll see. Well, maybe it'll pick back up. There's still time if they want to change their oh, minds. If it takes off, happens, I'm sure they'll yeah. be like, oh, oh, well, let's yeah. get this going. Right, Isn't it exactly. weird to think back on Supergirl, how it originally was a CBS show? Yes, it was on that's CBS. Just, I just I think that's oh. so crazy. The first it, season was CBS, yeah. and then they, I don't know I if know they that. just didn't want it, or if they it, it wasn't CW's like, like performing it fit. CBS, yeah. right, right. Well, and then they're like, well, we already have the Arrowverse. It's like a Monday night CBS show, I think. Yeah. And the yeah, Flash it's... and Arrow were already out, mm-hmm. and then they hmm. crossed in. Yeah, and for some reason, they just put it on CBS. Uh, but I mean, I think it works obviously. Oh yeah, fed on CW, obviously. but maybe they were just testing it to see, like, eh, maybe it'll work as a know. network, big network maybe. show. And they're like, know. yeah, no. I mean, I'm just glad they gave it another like continued seasons. You know, so it's, yeah, hmm. yeah. Uh, and I wonder how much of this has to do with it being uh, with that one being led by a uh, a queer character. I really mm-hmm. do. I wonder if there's just not a not a big enough audience uh for that. Whole, yeah. I think there's there's a lot of guys that will tune in to watch good looking Melissa being cute supergirl than they are going to turn tune into watching Ruby Rose being a gay batwoman. Also, there's a lot of guys that I think like there's, you know, I guess Supergirl's been around. I don't know how much the Batwoman. I mean, but neither. I don't She's know. She's newer. Yeah. And newer, maybe. Comic. And I don't. I think there's a lot more, like, guys that will. And like Tara said, it was just, like, a brighter 
kind of show, whereas Batwoman was always like, you had the lead gay character with Ruby, whose acting chops weren't always the best, and darker, just kind of a darker in general that would turn maybe some people off. Hmm. I think there's a whole lot of factors. Um, hmm. And yeah, that guy's like one of the darker, don't mess I mean, with the even compared, world, you know. Right. And even sure. to, compared to The Flash, I mean, The Flash, yes, it's gotten kind of darker over time to some extent, but that's always been a more optimistic, positive show too, mm-hmm. which I've always gravitated more towards even though yes i watch Grey's anatomy but <laughs> that's right. different um but it's <laughs> just is uh, <laughs> uh but, but yeah i mean i don't know and to be honest it's not you know it it's not it lacks the same some of the same engaging Mm. stories and maybe because i'm less familiar with uh, but you know what i shouldn't even say that because i didn't know anything about the arrow and i love arrow as well yeah so i really think it just the casting that first season you don't really heard it i mean and now it's trying to struggle and kind of backtrack i love gvc i love her batman i wish they could have just started this way because now they got to kind of keep the legacy of kate kane around and it's just always there and right it's not a simple fix right so but they've done a great job with it um Hmm. you know just kind of had i don't know it's a bummer because I, I really want it to do well, but at the same time, I can't sit here and be like, this is the best show ever. Oh, I you haven't watched be it watching like it. three episodes. You know, like, you got, you know, this is the best show you're not watching. I can't mm-hmm. say that. Like, it's right. entertaining. I love it. I, I, you know, I like the cast now. Yeah. I Mary. like some of the characters. Mary's Mary. Honestly, and, the know, cast is what I think is Rachel for Starston. Me, yeah. Like yeah, Rachel. Right. And Javicia is great. I, you know, I just... There's just something something missing that I shows hope are they fine, get. but they just yeah. don't gel like other shows. It happens yeah. all the time. Mm. You know. There you go. This is just one of them. It's it's good. It's fine, but <laughs> not every show can be like your awesomest show ever. I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. <laughs> we gotta have those well, special okay. shows, and then amidst mm. all the other shows. Speaking of shows that I really like, <laughs> uh, Killing Eve also. Being announced to be getting canceled after season four. Well, not uh, canceled. It's just not going to do it anymore, right? Canceled well, isn't means that the same thing. Well, the network can decide to cancel you. I think it seems to uh, me like the well, yeah, the, they just everyone's just like, That's true. Eh, let's be done. Yeah. Well, I and I think it's a good idea because I feel like this is a story. It's sort of the chase of of Eve and Villanelle, and they're like whatever crazy relationship they have, this attraction, this whatever with the 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 killer and uh I, that's not one of those things i feel like you can really sustain for a <laughs> right. long run i mean are they gonna get together are they gonna cohabitate like yeah you know you don't want to see that you want to see the tension and the the back and forth and the chase and the whole thing so i i think it's good i feel like um season three started out i thought oh, i don't know this is <laughs> if i'm liking this but i as the season went on i really ended up liking the back half of season three mm-hmm. um but they're they're starting shooting this early summer in the UK and through Europe. Uh, it's not going to come out till 2022. So there's still <laughs> ways to wait for the last season of killing Eve. Yeah. Um, I mean, all the stars are coming out saying how appreciative they are. I'm sure they'll go. They'll be fine. It's Sandra. Oh, Jodie Comer. What? She's like, you want to. Sandra can come back to grace for the last Ooh. couple seasons. Oh, she'll be maybe yeah. she's she got to busy. spread her wings. <laughs> One thing I think may have been, <laughs> I feel like it, the show kind of like, I love the first season. Here's the thing. They've had different head writers 
Mm. for every season. It started out with Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who we all know is pretty genius when it comes to shows yeah. or whatever. She's well, she created good. it, right? She created the show? Yeah. And I, yeah. to me, the first season was its best overall. I love mm. the, the mix of the two of them with like the six and the, the, the whole back conspiracy, whatever's going on in the world around them. Right. And I feel like it, it has kind of dwelled, oh, people love Eve and Villanelle, so we're going to like make this more about them. And they've kind of lost some of the like mystery of what all is going on with the six. I mean, it's still kind of there, but... Um, so this Laura Neal is going to be the head writer. Um, they had Emerald Fennell and Susan Heathcote were for season two and three, the writers, mm-hmm. after Phoebe had stopped. That doesn't help a show. Yeah, Sorry. that's tough. But when you have a different lead writer for each season, yeah. that doesn't yeah. do any favors. And That's tough. So I, I hope now, I, I'm glad that they know they're going out with season four. They can end it with a bang. They can end it like they want to. Right. Which I have no freaking idea how this is going to end hmm. do you end with them somehow together do you end with one of them dying do you yeah. end up with like they're apart but you think i don't know how do you end this do you find out who what and who the six really is and hmm. what's going on there i don't know how many episodes they'll have i'm sure what do they usually have like eight to ten or something so I think it's a, yeah i think it's eight for this the last eight. season <clears throat> yeah well episodes. but you know what you know you're leaving so you can you do it do the way you, you want. need to do and right. apparently they're they're gonna try to make some um oh, yeah, spin spin-offs. spin-offs. So that's interesting. Yeah, I don't I don't know where they'll go with it. Uh I guess we'll see what yeah. character they're gonna spin off. They've got a lot of good characters in there. Uh I can't think of her name right now, but the, the one who's kind of in charge of Villanelle will die. Uh, gosh, I don't it seems know. like that is the most obvious conclusion, right? <sighs> right. Yeah, but I feel like it could be she dies, but maybe you get a hint that she's not really dead. I don't know. I feel like I feel like she could die. Is she going to so- mm-hmm. die somehow saving Eve? Right, right. You know, something like that. I hmm. I have learned many times over not to try to figure <laughs> out what a show's going to do because sure. I they they're always smarter than I could ever think to be when coming up with storylines. But I also Fiona Shaw Please, Carolyn Martins, who's sort of like Sandra O's sort of boss, boss, yeah, cohort, you know, whatever. And I, I don't know if it would be like a spinoff with her leading agent somewhere. I don't know, you know, Constantine. I can't. I don't know that he would be a spinoff right. option. I don't know. I don't know what uh, where they'd be going with this. But interesting, interesting that they want to keep that world going away from from Eve and Villanelle. Yeah, the two leads. Yeah. So, but yeah. So enjoy your last season of Killing Eve. It started with such a bang and it kind of didn't have as much. I think like Jodie Comer, keep, she's been nominated, but yeah, still. Sa- but, Sandra um, too, right? Hasn't she been nominated? I think so. Yeah. But, you know, seems like shows, you know, it's not what it was the first season, I don't think, but it's still really good. But other shows come up that people are more excited about, so they get the nominations. So. Yeah, it happens. But anyway. One more right. season. Well, next, let's talk about a show that did get picked up. Yeah. <laughs> this well, is your new little pet show, isn't this it? Is, yes. Resident Alien. And this is from Deadline.com. Uh, it says, ahead of season one finale of sci-fi, sci-fi has renewed its hit <laughs> dramedy Resident Alien starring Alan Tudyk for a second season. Mm-hmm. Resident Alien is about to wrap its first season as the most watched new cable drama in the last year and total viewers and number two in the adults 18 to 49 demographic. It also sci-fi's highest rated new drama in more than six years in total viewers and earns the second biggest time shifting gain for any cable drama in the last wow. year in total viewers. Mm. 
The January 27th <laughs> Don't be bitter, series <laughs> premiere has drawn 9.3 million viewers across all platforms. The cross-platform launch strategy to leverage the power of NBCU's entertainment portfolio was emphasized by Francis Berwick, chairman, huh. Entertainment Networks. Oh, perhaps the same Francis of the Entertainment Networks. Yeah. Uh, she goes, when she first took the job last fall. So they... Hmm. What an interesting idea. Okay. Cross-platform promotion. Weird. With... I have been watching Resident Alien begrudgingly because I want to boycott sci-fi so bad, but we're already not boycotting. We're all watching Rhino Herb, okay? Right. So um, mm. I love it. I love Alan Tudyk. I see on Twitter some very upset herpers that a white male-led show gets picked up. However, when you look – okay, look at – Look at the ratings. I mean, you cannot, at, you cannot deny the cross-platform numbers. Yeah. If you give it a chance, watch a few episodes. There's so much depth to it. And the female characters are what drives the show. The female characters hmm. on the show. There is a female supporting cast that hmm. really, I mean, it's what I keep going back for. I love Alan Tudyk, but without them, it doesn't work. Uh, hmm. So, yes, it's annoying as hell that this happens at the same time they're removing. And it's the same, literally, I think it's the same person francis of Enter- entertainment networks right. um who took the job last fall so and they premiered this it says on a cross platform launch so mm-hmm. when this show you know back four five years ago when winona Earp debuted there was not a cross platform to be had there was no. no not in existence yet but it's in existence now right and they're not doing it winona's only available on sci-fi because you can't get if it they're on they're looking at the numbers scythe i mean uh winona pulls in less than a million sometimes between five hundred thousand and a million viewers yeah, each week if you look not, at the ratings it's, it's not, not great. right and that's been <laughs> from the start yeah. you know so it's um it's a low rated and if maybe it was a little bit higher and they thought sure. okay we can pick use this momentum but they it, and, it just you know arguably there are so many erpers outside of the u.s and canada right that would right. love to count their mm-hmm. their ratings but they aren't able to so you know i don't know if i don't know what cross i honestly don't know what, what sort of other platforms they're using for this show and i'm guessing it's peacock um i don't i can't imagine what else it is but i'm just curious i, I would I, I don't think winona will would ever get the nine million viewers no, like no 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 no, no, no. But I'd like I'd love to know what they would bring in if it was open up to international viewers as well. Mm-hmm. But and this we'll show is also know, based so. off a Dark Horse comic, um, so there is you know like similar to Winona, something that comes be- has come before it that they're yeah. basing the story off of built-in fan base, probably. Right, exactly. So, uh, so the women that I love on the show is T- Sarah Tomko and Alice Wetterland. Um, they are hilarious I mean, I mean it's so fun and they really just bring so much depth um hmm. to this weird alien character that is not very likable but you know <laughs> they are really kind of help you know helping with the heart of the show yeah and i it, um you know and it ties in a lot of native american um culture um oh, and it, that's cool. the, where they're yeah it's in it's in colorado it's based in colorado it's shot in canada hmm. um but it's just really i was i was surprised by the second and third episode i was like whoa i'm i feel that and i'm you know getting really into it and it's fun Hmm. it's really funny um Mm. it's just a good show and i don't want to take that i don't want to take away from that just because we're mad about winona because i'm so grateful when any kind of sci-fi show that i like with strong female characters in it comes along 
it sucks it's on sci-fi. Um, I can still be mad at sci-fi, but like <laughs> this show. And um, yeah, I mean, and, and it's tough when you see, I mean, 9.3 million viewers. I, I don't even, I mean, Eureka didn't get that kind of, you know, those That's kind of a, numbers. And it was like a long time ago, those are but. great numbers. Yeah. For a cable network, especially. That's huge. You know? Yeah. So. That's big. Right. It, and it you, keeps kind of gaining viewers as it goes. And that's, right. that's the, so, yeah, you, I mean, listen, you can't deny that. And I would probably love this show. I, I would probably really be into the show. And I'm very hesitant to watch it because as Nicole, I'm a little butthurt. <laughs> 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 so I will absolutely eventually sit down and watch it. Uh, it's too soon for me, but I will, I'll probably really like it. And I like Alan Tudyk and it sounds like everything you're saying, Tara, it's definitely something I would be into. So We'll see. Yeah. You'll love Sarah. I've, I just, I'm crushing on Sarah Tomko and, Al- and Alice Wetterland. I would hope we can maybe get them on the show because oh, okay. I, they are. Do that. Yeah. Let's do, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is actually a good time, good place to wrap, to wrap you out. Yeah. Yeah. And that's uh, a wrap for Tara, everybody. That's a wrap on Tara, everybody. <laughs> Thank you, Tara. Thank you. Thank uh, you for giving me this opportunity. <laughs> it's been really great working with y'all. <laughs> So yeah, when we come back, so Tara, Tara's leaving us. Hi, Tara. When we Bye. come back, we're going to talk about the Falcon and Winter Soldier. And we're back without Tara. Oh, so sad. Just you and me, Wendy. She's a busy girl. She is. Yeah, just the two of us talking about nerdy things. That's together. right. We can. I think we can handle it. We're going to be okay. Ah, I think we can. We'll just talk like we would talk without a podcast. <laughs> okay. So, okay. The Falcon and Winter and The Winter Soldier, I should say, premiered mm-hmm. this last week. And um we all watched it. What did you think, Wendy? Okay. I I didn't like it like I liked WandaVision right off, but I'm sure. also not writing it off. It's a totally different thing. I think it's going to appeal to a different audience. I mean, I feel like WandaVision was almost universally loved and accepted and and approved of, yeah. and it it kind of became a thing. Like I feel like it captured people's attention like this one probably won't because mm. it's just a more straightforward sort of show that you would expect from marvel in a way maybe um but yet yeah, gets more deeper into these two characters like wandavision did of yeah. characters that you know you don't know a whole lot about but you're gonna learn more about i liked it i didn't love it like i did wandavision right off the bat but that's not to say it's, it won't go somewhere that i end up loving it i don't i can't imagine i'm gonna love it like i did wandavision but I do like it. I like the characters. I like the actors. Um, uh, the action was amazing. Yeah. That they're all flying around. That and was part really of fun. Like, how much of this is like really people jumping out with those little winged, non-parachute winged things f- flying around? Flying squirrel suits. I'm sure obviously not. Yeah, they were like flying squirrels. <laughs> and so the action was great. Um, I, I, it's, it's interesting to where setting them up like... Um, the Falcon guy. Uh, what is the Falcon's actual name? Do His even name know this? is Sam Wilson. Yes, Sam. Sam. Sam, like you know, he's he's. You're seeing his family. I yeah. love the relationship with his sister. Yeah, right? It great. felt like a brother sister to me. <laughs> yes. And they're having issues with money, and she's got like a like a boat, and like they're doing something with I don't know, like fishing and food and, yeah. and all these things, and trying to make a living, and she's she needs money, and I think. Okay, you're the Falcon. And I think people have talked about this on Twitter. You should be loaded. I feel like you should make a really nice living if you're the Falcon. And they, 
you know, they, they're asking about his money. He's like, well, some of it's goodwill. Like, but like, how do you not make a lot of money as the Falcon? Sorry. You're, they're sending you on the super secret top secret mission. Yeah. You're risking your life. How are you yeah. not getting a paycheck? A huge paycheck. I, I would say, right. I would say, no, I'm not going to do this one until maybe I, I get on the payroll with some benefits. Like that's, yeah. it's a little unbelievable, that part. My sister could at least be able to have her business going okay and not have to sell our family boat to make ends meet. Yeah, that part I, mean, I, I didn't, feel like, mm, no, a untrue I don't to me. get how you, right. I feel like there's probably people working in high level offices that don't risk their lives that are making a really nice living. Yes. And poor Sam here can't help out his <laughs> sister. Finance. And I don't know if maybe... There was something about, oh, I, she didn't necessarily want his help, but yet how do you not just like, okay, we can keep this cheap old rundown boat. Right. Because <laughs> Sam, you, you may not want to invest all your money to keep my, you know, I want to do it on my own. I don't want to live off my wealthy hero brother, but come on. It, fe- it almost felt like he couldn't necessarily help. I don't know. It, no, it was kind of weird. Well, because then the, I think the loan officer, the loan guy said like, you haven't you haven't been right. made a pay. You haven't made a salary in five years, and oh, because that was the blip, right? Because well, he was the he, blip. He, he yeah, disappeared. He, he was That's gone right. the blip, but he's obviously working he now. He certainly is, and... and he helped to save the goddamn world. So there's got to be some <laughs> kind of some bonus involved in that, That's right? Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't like that part. I like the sister. I like the family. I like that relationship, but it's weird that I I, I wouldn't want that job if I didn't get paid. And I I would like to be a hero, but I got to be able to support myself. Especially, what if he got hurt? Like, is is he, right. does he have medical insurance? Like, I don't know. you know, this is the real sort of, <laughs> the real world stuff, real world questions we need to know. Well, not to jump ahead too far, because he, it, that action sequence is really cool. It's he saves unbelievable. Guy. Um, it in- is Incredible really, action sequence. Really good. Uh, and, super enjoyable. Yeah. And one thing I was thinking as he was doing this, I was like, all right, Captain America did stuff like this. Captain America was Captain America. He was genetically enhanced. Sam's cool. Sam's just a dude Mm -hmm. with some fancy tools and weapons and wings, but he's just a guy. Yeah, no superhero powers. So it's not like he's, something happens to him. He's not going to just automatically survive because he's Captain America. He's a guy. Mm -hmm. And so the fact that he's doing these things, I think, is even more heroic because he's not blessed with weird genes like thor or yeah something like that exactly um he also will note he's he's got this buddy in the army um torres torres uh, played by a guy who was on the gifted i will point out oh. um danny ramirez he, danny ramirez yeah, yeah. lieutenant torres who kind of helps him he's like his army buddy on the ground uh i did read a little tidbit that says in the comics uh joaquin torres the danny ramirez character eventually becomes the Falcon when Sam takes over as Captain America. So maybe they're setting that up. That's fun. Don't know. But that's from the comic. Not that they do everything the comics say they have to do. Uh, (laughs) But they've got this nice friendship and they're starting to look out for a terrorist organization known as the Flag Smashers. What's their motivation? (laughs) They just want to see the world burn. Flag Smashers. Flag Smashers. Their logo is kind of cool. It's like a hand. Yeah, like a bloody hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's cool. But it's it, and he found the signal. It's almost like Pokemon Go. Like he's holding his phone up and then you can't see the signal, this the symbol yeah. on a wall. It just shows up on your app, I guess. Yeah. That's cool. how you know where they are. Um I forget what that so technology is called, but yeah, it's very much like Pokemon Go. You're right. Yeah, I, I just call it Pokemon <laughs> Go because that's how I know it. Um and then not only that, he 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 has he gives up the shield. He I don't think he feels 
worthy necessarily of the shield. That was Captain America. Right. That was his deal. Right. Uh, so they have a whole ceremony. Yeah. It's of going him into the Smithsonian. Right. Retiring the shield. <laughs> and uh, that was, symbols are important. He was that symbol. He was Captain America. I mean, he's still Falcon, so he's all good. Yeah. But he just doesn't feel like he could be, you know, that's Captain America with his shield. Sure. But um, I think uh, Don Cheadle comes in. Uh, Rody, which was cool to see him. To... That was fun. I love, yeah, I always love uh, Don Cheadle. He was great. Um, so they walk through the the Museum of Captain America, the, the one that we I think we've seen before in one of the films. It's got like a Bucky Barnes memorial picture, and yeah, it's got all the Captain stuff, motorcycle, like motorcycle, yeah, very cool. And, and there's the the final display with the uniform and the the shield in that box, and but he's kind of saying. You need to be. The world needs you to be Captain America. Yeah, we need you. you. Need to pick up the shield. Hmm. Um, I guess he just doesn't feel like he's worthy, yeah. or you know. And Cap was his friend. You know, probably feels weird just becoming that person. Um, but uh, and then at the you know then he got the story with his sister trying to help her get money, and they go they go to the bank to try to consolidate the loan and sort of figure all that out. And the guy's just wanting selfies. Yeah. With Falcon, he's like, he's all in air. Can I get a get a selfie with like with your arms <laughs> up, like wings? And he's like, dude, are you kidding me? Oh, and by the way, you, we can't approve the loan. Sorry. Right. By the way, you know you're great, but we're not giving you any money. <laughs> um, so things aren't going well for the the family of no. Falcon, which we alluded to, like why they don't have the money to help him. I don't know. Yeah, it's strange. Um, meantime, we are looking at Bucky. And I can't remember, it was the first time we saw, I think the first time we see Bucky, it's a flashback. Well, it's a nightmare he's having. Right. To one of his missions for Hydra. And he's beating up some random bad guys. But this poor kid who's mm-hmm. there at this hotel for some other other business thing, convention, seminar that he's presenting, uh, he just is in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. He's begging, begging Winter Soldier. Not I to didn't see kill anything. him, but I promise I didn't see anything. Yeah, I didn't see anything. I didn't see anything. Poor guy. He's like trying to get his key in the door. I felt for him. Like Bucky wouldn't have just gone through that door and busted him up anyway. Exactly. But, yeah. So he dies. He dies. Um, but now Bucky's in therapy. <laughs> That's good. That's very good. He's had a life. He's like, <laughs> as he says later, he's 106 years old. He doesn't really have friends. Uh, he's ignoring Sam's text. He's got this therapist, which I wonder, I, I assume the therapist is on the up and up, mm. you know. I, I don't oh, know that she'll, she's encouraging sh- him. It sounds like to right his wrongs, like to make amends. And he's in a safe, legal, non-deadly way <laughs> um, of, I guess, people he hurt. And he's, he's kind of doing it kind of, he's beating some people up, but he's more or less trying to right those. He feel like he's wrong to help his own coping with what he's done in the past. Right. He's clearly haunted um, by what he's done. Right. He's having nightmares. He denies those nightmares to the therapist. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess she's probably a legit therapist. I, it would be interesting to see if she ends up being some sort of plant. Yeah. To keep an eye on him. Mm-hmm. But who knows? <laughs> we'll see. Uh, he is alone. Um, he's been fighting for 90 years. So this is like, I get you're, you've been brain controlled. You've... Uh, you know, you've been this war machine for most of your existence. Mm-hmm. Now what do you do? You're just walking around. Yeah, what's, you got he, no supposed friends. To, what's he supposed to do? You're out of your element. Uh, yeah, you... That would need therapy. <sighs> He's got no purpose, really. Yeah. Um, he has friends with one guy. Little, little, little man. 
um, mm. who he he is his friend. Uh, the guy, the older man, even helps set him up with this uh, woman who works at like a cafe where they go get coffee or whatnot or bar or whatever it is. Right. Um, he's like kind of asks her out on Bucky's behalf. Um, but Bucky's all he's all right. Let's do it. We'll go on the date. <laughs> okay, doesn't go well. Um, <laughs> he. Uh, I, I, before that, though, when they're, like it says that Bucky meets up with this guy for, for lunch or they're friends in, in some capacity. But uh, the guy starts telling a story about his son who died and he doesn't know the circumstances of his death. Right. Oh, yes. Bucky, he's the guy Bucky killed <sighs> yeah. in the hotel. So mm. that's probably part of why he's befriending the old guy. Exactly. Um, looking out for him because he killed his son. This guy's got some issues. Bucky has some issues. <laughs> he has a lot um, of issues. At the date, the woman's like, why are you wearing gloves? He says he has poor circulation. Like, oh, metal hand. I'm sure it's why he's covering <laughs> oh, with that. the gloves. Um, she's like, he makes some comment, and she's like, how old are you? It's like 106. You know, I like how he can tell things straightforward. People think he's joking. Yeah, he's like, what am I, you know, um, why lie at this point? Yeah. I, I feel like in that one of the comments with earlier, he's like, I haven't been on a date since 1943, <laughs> it feels like. You know? So I think that I, you know, hopefully have fun with him being sort of a old guy out of his time in this new world. And um, and he plays it very you know. well. It's, he's, yeah. he's very yeah. he's very good um, as Bucky. But he, oh, uh, back to Sam, mm. his friend. Um he uh he's trying to find these flag smashers. He goes I guess they call them all together oh, right. as maybe cover. Yeah. He goes like this they're all supposed to be. He's like, now what are we supposed to do? They there's bags, he gets a mask, they put masks on. That's right, Torres. And then a guy throws out these bags out of a window. Some guy picks them up. There's this like this coordinated thing. All the police are there, all these random people that showed up are running around. It's chaos. It's like a flash I guess, mob. To help. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a flash mob. The guy with the bags ends up handing them off to two other people like to switch them off but danny torres sees what's going on or joaquin torres um and tries to confront him and the guy is super powers and he smacks him you yeah know, kicks he like him, kicks him, me flies. stomps on his head i was yeah. hoping he wasn't dead uh because it kind of had that thing where it pulls back everybody's gone it's just his body on yes. the ground but luckily he wasn't dead so he alerts sam to this whole thing going on this guy's got some powers it's uh this you know, so that's that's the flag smashers are definitely going to be a thing that they'll they'll be fighting. They're this like season. the big bad this season, probably. They are the big bad. Yeah. Um, also, towards the end of the episode or at the end of the episode, uh, Sam's sister comes in. And it's like, dude, you got to see this. Oh, they're having a right. press conference, yes. like on Capitol steps, some big government building steps, where they talk about you know how America needs Captain America, and look, <laughs> we have a new one, and some doofus looking guy <laughs> walks down the Captain America suit. <laughs> Like, oh, Captain America. Yeah. And uh, so they didn't really necessarily want the shield for the museum. They just wanted to give it to a new guy. Fuck. So. Not cool. Yeah. And I don't remember them. They did use a little more like, like language. Like he said shit a lot of times in this. I don't remember. Did they say, did they like, did they cut that out of the movies? Did they say it occasionally? Because it's like, oh, we're on Disney Plus. We're going to make this more adulty kind of thing. Because I remember noticing that just because it's Marvel. And I can't remember how much they, uh, you know, they, they let a little more language into this one. Good maybe question, Because I, I don't remember how, I don't remember it that much. I remember like a couple times and like Captain America was like language, you know. Yeah. I so. mean, I would say there's definitely, there's got to be some shits in there. 
Yeah, I wasn't like <laughs> necessarily gratuitous, but I'm like, when you're watching Disney and Marvel, you're like, oh, okay, they're yeah. gonna make this like a because there wasn't any of that in Wandavision. No, Wandavision was more like a cartoony level, and this one's even some of the ways they shot it, it was kind of more like edgy drama, kind of like little close-ups and like the moody shots in the of the boat, and, you know, just more of a different feel overall. So. I'm looking up to see what the rating was for some of these Marvel movies. Uh, I'm sure they were PG-13. PG-13, yeah. yeah. So there's some... There's, well, there's, there's the violence alone. I know it's like, you know, people dying and blipping and... Yeah. Uh, and I think this is set a few months after the blip, by the way, when they've come back. Yeah, he says it. Um, yeah, I think it was months, a few months, like five months. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, which is crazy. It's so interesting to kind of put this timeline together that they're they're... Right. They're building. And, you know, yeah, I it, it's as good. They're definitely taking their time setting up these two dudes working together because, yeah, we haven't seen them together yet. Right. They're not together. They're, I mean, they will be, obviously. But they better be. um, they'll play that oil and water kind of, we hate each other. We got to work together. We're going to become friends, I assume. Uh, I feel uh, like. Both had ties to Captain America. Exactly. And that makes sense that this, they're yeah. kind of, you know, they're, we're, my guess is that right. we're building, at the end of this, I think Sam's going to be Captain America. Oh, I think Don't so, we think? too. Um, he needs to be, but I, f- I think as soon as th- those these two guys get together is when I'm going to really start to like the show. I think their chemistry is what yeah. is going to uh, kind of be the heart of the show, surrounded by some great action, which is right. that's Marvel, right? Like that's yeah. sort of the what we're used to with Marvel, and you know, trying to compare this to Wandavision, it's it's almost the exact opposite, right? It's like oh, completely start with action. Dudes are flying around. There's helicopters and missiles, whatever. And one division starts out. We're in a, a 50s sitcom. Yeah, <laughs> and they're running around doing wacky stuff. Like it's a very different. I think obviously this show's going to appeal more to uh, the dude bros. True. Um, I like it, but there's it's really hard to compare these two shows. Which Look, is the thing. which is cool because now Marvel can do right. They can, they can do, do anything the they want. It's like wide open. What's next? Kind I of feel thing. like Loki coming up will be a little mix. It's going to be have some wacky, weird stuff right. along with typical Marvel action. We'll see. We'll see where that ends up. But here's the thing: sort mm. of world fanboys, <laughs> fangirls, fan everybody. <laughs> you can like one more than the other. You don't have to hate and rip apart the other one. Mm-hmm. In the past, look, I'm old lady. In the past, <laughs> You're not you an old like lady, stuff. Wendy. You didn't have to hate the other one that other people liked in order to like yours enough. You know, you can, you like, I like this one. I probably, I, yeah, I doubt I like this as much as WandaVision, but I still like it. I, people are going to like this one that don't like WandaVision and vice versa. Sure. We can all, all live together. We can all appreciate Marvel. Marvel's a whole lot of things. And I like that they're trying different approaches and different styles and different characters and just, you know, enjoy it. They're all fun in their own way. If you don't like it, don't watch it. Pick up the next one if you want. Exactly. But you don't have to go online and talk about how horrible this is. Yeah. Haters, man. Just Hater. like it or don't. Just Haters stop hate. hating on it. It's fine. Um, speaking of Wanda, have you, you, I think you told me about the behind the scenes, <laughs> right? Yes. It's so good. Yeah. So good. Did you watch it? I did. It's called Assembled. It was fascinating. I loved it. And I didn't realize that they had they had shot the 50s sitcom in front of a live studio oh. audience. With lights from the period. Yes. They did everything they could. They did the effects the way they would do them back in the 50s yeah. or whatnot. They try to really stay true to what 
the what they had to work with back then. Fascinating. I loved it. it. Was, I, now I want to go back and watch yeah. it again because of that. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've already watched it twice, so you go ahead. <laughs> so awesome. I've watched it. I mean, I'm not saying I won't watch it again someday, but. Yeah. Uh, That's so cool. Yeah. Their commitment to that and then just, I bet the actors had such a fun time with that. It looked like Doing things did. that they never thought they would do. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, that. The making of was was great. And you know what? I'll, I'm in for the making of Falcon Winter Soldier. I assume they'll put that out sometime, too, because it's just... I love the behind-the-scenes stuff. It's fascinating. Oh, yeah. All of it. Yeah. Yep. Um, now, if you haven't watched that, the making of, it's like an hour. It's a little under an hour, but it's it's so interesting to, to watch the, the making of it and is. how they did all that. Super. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So, no, it's a good show, and uh, I'm definitely going to watch it, and... Um, can't wait for these two guys to be together to, so we get more of the buddy cop bromance kind of bromance thing going because that to me is more is going to make it uh, I need yeah. a little bit of an emotional hook you know so this yeah. is definitely going to help but um, yeah I like that we've established where they are in their lives and so they'll they'll be more to explore when they do come together yeah exactly so. it's good it's a good base they're right. building the base they are building the base <laughs> um, well speaking of action shows cat <laughs> <laughs> i feel like look if people don't know cat works on a show called all rise well i feel like your show cat mm. took a leap into another universe this past week <laughs> because you introduced a character named georgia mm. uh who is played by someone named amy acker mm-hmm. and she was bl- brought in as a love interest of sorts for Mark Helgenberger's <laughs> character, Lisa Benner. That's right. Judge Lisa Judge Benner. Benner. I'm saying her name right, right? Oh, yeah. Mark Helgenberger. That's it. Okay. I Hel- Helgenberger. Well, okay. So uh, if you listen to the <laughs> podcast, you'll know this podcast is a fan of Amy Acker. Mm. And uh, truth be told, I've always liked Mark, too. Like, I always thought, you know, back in the day, I was like, oh, she's like a really, like, good-looking older actress on CSI. Yeah. Who's now, like, younger than I am now. Well, but, I first... Yeah, I, I always liked her from then. I knew her from, from China Beach. Do you ever watch China yeah. Beach? I didn't, but I kind of want to check some episodes yeah. out. Yeah, Because apparently she was pretty great on that. Exactly. She won an Emmy. Um, so anyway, her character plays a lesbian judge on All Rise. It's true. It is true. <laughs> and so they brought in... Amy played Georgia Jennings, who was like a professor lawyer. Like, she, she comes in to do a seminar on unconscious bias. That's right. How... You, do, you may not think you're being biased in your decisions as a judge, but you might be. So you got to be aware of what's coming into your decisions right. that you're not aware of. Yeah. So, you know, it starts with a meet cute. <laughs> I guess does. the director decided to, uh, he wanted it to be like a rom-com. Yeah, so Scott Ellis where, directed it. He has, uh, he has experience in uh, musical theater. Oh, so he and right. he's done a ton of TV. So yeah, he he definitely he he leaned into the 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 rom com a bit uh, with their storyline. Well, it was very cute. Like <laughs> it's a windy day. Judge Benner's picking up her lawn, her dry cleaning. She like the wind gust comes out. And she's like, oh, and she's like stumbling <laughs> around. She drops everything. And here here's where it had me, cat. Oh. I mean, obviously, Amy being on the show had me. But sure. <laughs> uh, so she leans down. This hand comes in, picks up the keys. And not look. I watched a lot of Amy shows okay like i've seen let's just say all of her stuff okay <laughs> we've seen a lot we of her characters that. her performances and then the first line it's not like oh here are your keys it was like i believe these belong to you <laughs> and just the way she's i was like oh okay this is an amy i've not seen before this is like miss confident yeah and uh, i mean not that she hadn't played confident characters but just like a different like the, the line delivery like hit me like oh okay georgia these belong to you georgia knows um, what georgia wants georgia knows what, right but not a creepy <laughs> no 
but like very I'm going to come after you away. Yes. Very confident. Yeah. yeah. It was very cool. And so, you know, she gives her keys, you know, and then, oh, I can't, you know, I love <laughs> the whole episode how Judge Benner is kind of like goofy off balance by all this. Totally. They're looking at each other's eyes. Of course, Amy's eyes are just like popping out from behind that mask. <laughs> Gorgeous, right? Um, Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but so, you know, the lipstick girls are like, oh, this is, you know, nice shade goes, goes good with your red hair. You know, she's like, you know, being complimentary yeah, she's, in a confident, non-creepy way. She's flirting. She's fishing a bit. She's flirting. Yeah. She's flirting. Yeah. Um, or, you know, Benner has to take a phone call and then <laughs> Professor Jennings is gone. Whatever. But she doesn't know it's Professor Jennings. So uh, later on, you know, they're, she's talking to um, Paul McCrane. What's his character's uh, name? That is Jonas Lasky. Judge Jonas Lasky. Lasky. Paul McCrane, uh, 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 you know, uh, legendary actor. He was a oh, RoboCop. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's been in a million things. Yeah, he's he's, uh, he's been a. He was in X Files, wasn't he? The guy who ate people that had cancer or tried to eat their cancer. Yes, he uh, was that guy. Leonard Betts. Leonard Betts. His head. Doesn't um, his yeah. head get deca- like his head gets decapitated or something? Like I just remember seeing his head Probably. in a, <laughs> a jar. Yeah. Um. He, uh, I think he was in f- the original Fame. He was in Fame. He was in Cop Rock. I don't know if you remember that. Wow. that, that I didn't watch it, but I remember short-lived it. short-lived show. He was also yes. in ER. I he's think done a lot. He's done a million things. Yeah, a ton of things. And he's great, a, he's great a director, director, too. He directs for us wow. often. So he's, he's nice. And it, just a, a good dude. Nice guy. Good, because he seems like, yeah. I feel like if you're a character actor that works as much as people like that do, you got to be somebody people want to work with. Exactly. And they keep bringing back. Yeah. So mm-hmm. anyway, so... Th- they're having this, he and Benning, Benner are discussing the seminar. Oh, I don't, you know, I've got to do court. I'm not going to be there for this. Energy. You know, like, <laughs> probably they don't want to attend the seminar. Yeah. From this professor, this Jennings lady, or whoever, if they even know it's a lady yet. So, <laughs> starts with the elevator doors opening, and there's some feet and partial <laughs> legs. And then, was there Susie is the, the lady uh, that sees her? Sherry. Tilts Sherry. up. Sherry Kansky. Yeah. Is that the character name? Yeah. Uh, played by Ruthie okay. Ann Miles. Okay. It was a Tony, Tony Award winning actress. What? Oh, yeah. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Y'all got big guns on this show. We do. Uh, <laughs> and then there out walks, you know, Professor Jen. You, know, you hear her voice like, oh, it's Amy. And so she walks in and they have that little moment of, uh, oh, we've met before. No, I'd remember you. I like, oh, I thought I made a bigger impression. And um, this is a perfect example how eyewitness testimony is can't be, is not reliable. And then uh, she's like, oh, my keys. And they realize, oh, this is Jennings now. And 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 obviously, uh, Paul McCray, last yeah, character like, is oh, like, oh, now, I'm, enjoy this now I'm interested. Well, she can't make it for the morning, but I'll be there. And Judge Better's like, oh, crap. So... Luckily, there's a court case going on. Blah blah blah. And, uh, <laughs> Nobody cares. She's Nobody cares. With this court case, and uh, <laughs> the guy asked for continuance that she'd previously denied. But now she's like, "Okay, you got two hours," and she runs off to go to the seminar. Exactly. Okay, continuance granted. <laughs> uh, so they get just so you know. Oh, glad you can make it, Judge Banner. You know, Amy's t- teaching the seminar on unconscious bias, sure. and um, and uh, you know, Mark's character Benner walks in and um. You know, they tell them, it's like a d- discussion. Yeah, on, they're uh, getting into the topic. You know, would you, if you were have car trouble, would you, rather, you know, feel better if a man stops to help you with your car than a woman? Well, that's unconscious bias because you assume he knows more about cars and the whole go. bit. Yep. Um, so she's doing the teaching. Um, but then Benner has to go off to court. Uh, so. <laughs> and she's using um, what she's learned from Jennings. It's true. She does. Ben, uh, Jennings in her court case. She's starting to double, you know, think twice about certain, right. certain things and patterns and stuff like that. Yeah. Yes. So that's, that's helpful. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, uh, 
I feel like she goes, oh, she finds later after she's on a break from court, she finds uh, Jennings talking oh, to Lasky. Because right. yeah. he's like, oh, he's like, oh, I got all the time in the world to <laughs> talk to Jennings. And um, interesting note. Now, I didn't know if that had something to do with with Benner's character um, throughout the show. But, like, she goes in to look for aspirin. And Jennings has rearranged, like, the cabinets in their break room. Right. Like, oh, yeah, I just don't like clutter. And I didn't know if that was something that was any part of Benner's character, like, that she would find appealing or if it was just a random character trait. I threw it for... I think it was character. kind of a random character trait. Okay. Yeah. Like, she was just bored and rearranged their yeah. break rooms <laughs> no, a little bit. Nothing else <laughs> to she do. didn't like the clutter. But it's better. She can find the aspirin now. Sure. So, um, yeah, so there, she's wanting to have one-on-ones with these judges, and and Benner's like, uh, yeah, I gotta go to court. Maybe in a couple hours, I gotta go. Yeah, you know, kind of runs out. So, you know, ben Jennings is still talking to uh, the other guy who's all, you know, wearing cologne. I think there's a comment <laughs> yeah, how they had cologne exactly. on you for cologne? the for the seminar, or whatever. <laughs> so later on, is it Sherry again who's walking around? It is, and um. And she sees Jennings sitting in uh, Benner's office like, oh, we we're supposed to have a meeting. But, you know, she's not maybe she's still, you know, oh, I'm sure she's still in court. And here is the moment I've never related to a character more. <laughs> this is such a great scene. She finds Benner sitting in the stairwell <laughs> hiding because she just doesn't know what to do with what she's feeling with Jennings. And like, I felt like there was a connection. But what if there's not? I can't go talk to her. I don't know what's happening. I'm just going to hide in the stairwell. <laughs> exactly. Benner in that moment is my spirit animal. <laughs> I feel seen in so oh. many ways. And then Gina, I mean Sherry, gives <laughs> Benner a pet talk in the stairwell and says, well, you're never going to know unless you go talk to her. So just go, you know, she's like, but I have to be professional. <laughs> we'll go talk to her, get to know her professionally. Go just do the thing. Well, she so says, she, she's like, you like her. She's yeah, she's like, you like Ms. her. Kansky, I have to be professional. She's like, well, then go get to know her in a professional way. Like can't, I love yeah, like Sherry. It's such a great Sherry. Benner she was great moment. in this. Ugh, I just love that scene so much. Yeah, I d I love that scene. I I am seen in that scene. <laughs> you I are in that, that scene. scene. Yeah, <laughs> I am in that scene. Um, <laughs> uh, flashbacks. So Amazing. metaphorically, anyway. So so she goes in. And I love how then when she does go into the one on one meeting, she's all like, "Oh, sorry, I was in court." Uh, you like try to be all like cool about it. Of and course, everything. So yeah. Then they they have their little. They start chatting about. Um, you know, oh, she made her some tea. Also, that's right. Jennings made her some tea. It's definitely She's looking out for already. Kind of, uh, a, kind of. Ask how her headaches doing. Wink, uh, wink. I made and, some tea. Um, wink, wink. <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, so they have their. They start chatting a little about the case and and all that. And then and then Jennings says, "Well, what do you do? You know, she's talking about she's got to be caseload. Don't have a lot of time. Well, what do you like to do in your spare time? Oh, you know, uh, watch old movies and yoga and you know, but definitely the old movie thing gets thrown right out there. And um. So I'm trying to think what happens next. I mean, I've seen it like three times. So they've had, before, they, they, there's two, they talk over zoom a couple of times, right? Well, actually before that, Oh, moment, this is great. You're right. Great, great again, moment. I feel seen again. Yes. So they walk in the elevator. Yes. Oh, so good for you to come. And we've, you know, learned a lot. And I, oh, so, you know, answer the question was, you know, did you find the seminar worthwhile? It's like, oh yes, definitely. <laughs> so then uh, uh, Jennings says, well, here's my card. If you have any questions or just want to talk. <laughs> okay, okay. So then she gets out of the elevator, continuing to just make that eye contact as the doors close. Yeah. And then again, my spirit animal, Judge Benner, she has the card. She's like, "Holy crap! I have her number," and has this cutest little like look on her face oh, and just like so floats great. off the screen. So great, great moment. It, it was fun yeah. because so as a little bit of a backstory, 
you know, our our lead, uh, Simone Missick, who plays the lead of our show, Judge Lola Carmichael, she wasn't in this episode. And so this was an opportunity to kind of give uh, Judge Benner the, the kind of the spotlight, right? So she was kind of featured more in this episode than she normally is. And obviously Marg is dynamite. And she, oh, she's a legend. She's a legend. So obviously, yeah. you know, she she stepped up, and there's no question that she would wouldn't be able to oh, do that. Of course, but she 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 shines in this episode. She does shine. And you know, I feel like if you have watched the show before, you 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 get so much character stuff out of this episode about Benner. Like she's a little goofy, and she gets she nervous, is. and it, it's just yeah. so she, the way Mark played played it this episode. Just, I, I loved every Perfect. minute of it, and I'm, I'm, I was a fan before, and I've just, I, I love her so much. It's just, yeah, incredible. Oh, yeah, she was fantastic, and I love. That's one of the reasons I loved it so much is because she totally played it like a, you know, a goofy girl who just got her first crush, and like, oh my god, I have a number, or yeah, her number, and exactly. you know, just. So excited and nervous and doesn't know what to do perfect. with what she's... Oh, it was beautiful. Yeah. And then, yeah, like you said, they ta- they do some Zoom calls about the the trial and what's going on with that. Yeah. And, and um, you know, they're... But at the end of... After she does what she does with the case, she ends up, I think, dismissing the case because she can't prove anything either, either way. Uh, but so she tells Jennings about this, about how the case is... She felt good, and she's what the seminar and all this, and she's like, "Oh, we should celebrate." And Ben's like, <laughs> "Okay, what you have in mind?" And um, so next thing you know, they're eating in a gorgeous backyard, oh Jenny's backyard. It's like the pergola, and then it's like lighting, and it's so backyard. romantic. And they're having fun chats about like she's teaching her how to say "pass the butter" and like what it was a Swedish or something, wherever she, I don't remember. Um, <laughs> Talking about biking and 40 miles a day. Oh, I spit every night in a tub. They're like having a good time. Yeah. So it's like, well, now it's time for this. Other <laughs> so Mark's like, oh, you know, okay. So she leads her over to this, like some, like little fold out chair, you know, yeah. things. And uh, it was this big TV with the big sleep queued up, ready to go. Because Turner Classic Movies is showing the big sleep. That's right. She's like, oh, Bucky and Bacall. And then I named one of those, like, I haven't made popcorn. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> Yeah, watch this a few times. So, um, yeah, and Judge and Benner again is like, what? <gasps> you know, just like you've thought of everything. You've thought of everything. Yeah. yeah. So they they settle in. They're watching the movie, and and Benner's kind of like, I'll just put my hand right here on the table and see what happens. And then uh, Jennings Lewis kind of like crawls her hand over there, and they hold hands, and then they have that look that that your all rise Twitter tweeted out about how much they love Bettings, and it's like Jennings with the like. Yeah, I'm holding your <laughs> That's right. I was like, yeah, okay, here we go. <laughs> the end of that. So. Hashtag you know, Bennings is born. Hashtag Bennings was born. Yes. And okay, Kat, I knew that Amy fans, when they found out what she was playing, right. you know, the a lesbian character was <laughs> on this show, you know, I was like, okay, that'll be, that'll be fun. They'll like that. Um, she's got a leather jacket <laughs> on for Pete's sake. Sure. Um, you know, and I knew I would like it because it was like, it's Amy in a role, in any role. Sure. It's all good. Yeah. But I don't think I realized how adorably cute. Like, I think Mark, first of all, the Amy playing this character that I hadn't really necessarily hmm. seen. I mean, Root was confident, but this is like a whole different kind of, she was also crazy, but, sure. uh, and <laughs> the best. This but is different. Like, this is like this kind of cool, confident person that's like, yeah, I like this lady. I'm going to 
get rid of my car. Yeah. I'm gonna see where this goes. Invite her over. Yeah. Um, and then Benner just playing it so adorably <laughs> befuddled by all this. Yes. It was just it was well, really well done. You told me it was cute. Well done, and it really it was it was <laughs> solid. People love Bennings, and I hope we see Bennings again. I do too, man. I really do. It was fantastic. Yeah, um, it was a lot of fun. Th- it's a fun episode, and again, Marg is just you know perfect. And to have Amy on the show, as soon as I found out she was coming, I was like, oh, this is going to be yeah so cool. Because uh, mm-hmm. I knew the character. I knew you know when I was reading the script, I was like, oh wait, what's happening here? There's a oh okay cool oh, they're oh, they're oh. they're giving they're giving benner a love interest fantastic and then they cast amy it's like okay okay well <laughs> this is next level <laughs> wendy's gonna flip yes. out yes <laughs> yeah that was uh that was a fun thing um so fun to, to know yeah it was it was it was really well done so and uh, you wrote it cast it directed it you did all the things right i did so everything thank you for all of this. yeah you're welcome i mean <laughs> you know it's basically my show so good job good job you're welcome well, kudos to uh, to all involved because they did a really great job, and Marg was awesome. And I've actually come back and started watching old CSI episodes because she's because I always a, liked her on the show. She's such a badass. She is a badass. Yeah. it's cool. So maybe I'll have to check out some China Beach. But um, and she is know. genuinely a nice, lovely person. She is Good. awesome. Good. Yeah, she's I can't awesome. imagine because Amy's obviously the same. And I can't imagine they must have gotten along so well. Because even Marg was tweeting about like, hey, more Amy. Yeah, bring you know? Amy back. So I'm no. sure they got along fantastically. It looks like they did. You know, yeah, pretty two, great. Two good people working together. Yeah. Um, two professionals. Wow. Yeah. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. I'll, I'll, t- I'll take all that. No. Well, I can't take all the credit because, again, it was directed by Scott Ellis and written by Annie Brunner, who's one of our co-EPs. And, uh, yeah, episode is called Georgia. And yes. it's it's great. And I'm so I mean, so I I worked on the pilot as well. So when we, you know, the producers were first trying to sell the show, one of my, we, I remember we, we'd worked really hard on it. We sat down, we screened it for the first time with all the EPs and we went around the room like, what did you think? What about you? What? what?" Mm -hmm. My first note was like, guys, you put Marg in a pantsuit all day. I am there for it. Like that was my, I was like, this is great. We have this very strong female, you know, yeah. older woman on the show. I love it. She looks fabulous. Our, our costume designer, Janelle yeah. hits out of the park every week. Really um, and then it was in season. I think it was about maybe a couple episodes into season one where we learned that Lisa Benner is a lesbian. I was like, guys, you're killing it. Like you're, you're just, this is amazing. So I was so excited that we had a gay, a recurring gay character on the show. And then to give her, you know, to give sort of spotlight that character in this way, giving her this incredible, uh, you know, little rom-com episode. So much fun. So I'm so I'm, I'm proud of the show, proud of this episode. And yeah, again, let's bring let's bring Amy back. Let's if you guys start hashtagging Benner, uh, uh, Jennings, Bennings, Benning, sorry, Bennings. Bennings, come on, cats. Let's, Bennings. let's bring it. Let's bring Amy back, guys. Might it happen. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like you got I feel like All Rise got some new viewership that's going to stick around because of this. I, I've seen I've been watching the tweets <laughs> and there's a lot of very excited people that like have tuned in for the first time. And especially if there's a chance she's coming back, they're sticking with it. Exactly. I mean, no doubt. So this, this is a good thing. This is a good thing. Yes. All right. Well, uh, hmm, we covered a lot. <laughs> we did. A lot of different things. We did. Um, if uh, you, I'll be Tara. Mm. Uh, and talk about our Instagram. Good luck. Which, oh my gosh, we have 666 followers. If you don't follow us, follow us now because we cannot stay on the number 666. <laughs> That's not good. I'm a Southern Baptist girl from Texas. We do not need to stick on 666 followers. Help us. Help. Follow us so we'll go to 667. It's really um, bad luck. 
She Nerds Out Podcast. Get us off that number right now. Uh, <laughs> Twitter at Snopodcast, 1D. You can send us an email at SheNerdsOut at gmail.com. You can go to our website, SheNerdsOut.com. Uh, it's one-stop snopping. You know, you can uh, catch up on an episode, send us a message, send us a voicemail. Hello, voicemail, somebody. Uh, you can also <laughs> link to all of our socials. You can buy us a beer. Uh, so visit or two. or two, visit that website. And uh, we kind of teased it at the beginning of the show. Next week, we'll talk about Snyder Cut. So if you have 18 hours of time this week, <laughs> sorry, four, four hours, uh, we're going to get into it. And uh, that'll be next week. But look, I've watched it and I watched it in like at the same time as watching the same parts at the, with the original. I'm and let me tell so you, impressed. I am such of now a fan of the new one. Wow. It, okay. We'll have a lot to say. I liked it so much more than I expected. It's such a more complete vision of what he wanted. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah. I've got so much to say on this. So, hmm. you know, you can watch like an hour a day. <laughs> it's easy. It is split up into chapters. It's only so oh, it is a chapter thing. Watch uh, it. Like a, you can watch, it's six chapters. You can watch a chapter a day hmm. and you'll be ready. It's, it's good stuff. I really, really, if you liked his stuff at all i mean i wasn't a huge fan of the other two whatever right um but i i liked a lot what he did with this one so well, there you go there's a little preview a little tease that's a preview that's a definition of a tease <laughs> all right well okay well on that note um on behalf of tara who's not here yeah i'll say it twice i'll because. say it twice okay let's say it twice she nerds out out she nerds out we're girls that like girls that like dirty things